Hey guys, it's Caleb Giddings here along with Keith Finch and Jack. And I'd like to welcome you to the first episode of the Sig Sauer podcast because they bought this with all of the money they got from the army. I'm kidding, they didn't, but it kind of... They didn't buy it, but we will be sending them an invoice and I assume it'll just be paid. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear, there was actually, there was actually a guy, okay, side story before we talk about what we're going to talk about, which is Sig Sauer. There was actually a guy in our industry who got blacklisted because he would do that. He would just sit and it was never a lot of money. You know, he would send like random 500, you know, $750 invoices to big companies, you know, figure out who they're accounting, you know, their accounting process. And they would just, you know, Beretta's like, yeah, if I, I, for, I lost $500 last week and just writes a check for it. Uh, he eventually got caught and is blacklisted now. But, you know, they, they had that happen. Uh, that guy was inspired by another dude who was doing that to a bunch of big tech companies like Microsoft, Amazon, Yahoo, who would just send them small, like for them, small invoices. So $2,000 here, $1,500 there. And like most of the time, the invoice just got paid. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, this looks legit. Lick the stamp and send it. Let's go. Uh, I was kind of hoping that the guy who was defrauding big tech was like sending like $50,000 invoices and they were just like, yeah, whatever, pay it. Well, it was like a thousand to 5,000 when he did it. That's, that's a pretty good amount. And just on a, on a semi-regular basis sent them. Dude, dude did it for like a year or 18 months, got a ton of money out of it. Uh, but like definitely broke felonious barrier levels. So he's in prison. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he went to jail. I don't know if the gun industry guy went to jail. And I will actually have to say this. I don't know if the gun industry thing actually ever happened because that was one of those stories that was told to me by a friend at a bar who had heard it from a friend. So what may have happened was- Heard it from a friend. <laughs> so what may have happened was they heard the tech guy story and somewhere along the game of telephone, it got turned into a gun industry story. So I will fully cop- like Mine may not have happened. Like you do. <clears throat> like you do. All right, guys. So this week, uh, I'm back. I, I I will be fully upfront with uh, the listeners about why I missed last week, and they'll enjoy this. So we have, uh, for those that don't know, I have a child, a human one. Um, and we have an in-home nanny who brings her four-year-old daughter uh, along to work, or five-year-old daughter now, along to work. And it's a little bit chaotic, and I have a lot of shit to do. So I left the house, and I went to um a bar to work which i was actually working i wasn't drinking but i was writing and doing all this other stuff and i get a phone call being like are you coming today and i'm like no just <laughs> nope not gonna happen today so uh that's why i missed last week's episode i wish it was something cool like i was actually in the minds of moria with my seven shot revolver <laughs> but i did listen i didn't just like slap that episode together and be like all right this is good i'm gonna send it so anyway we are talking about uh, the big piece of news this week, which is uh, Sig Sauer getting the contract for the next generation squad weapon. Uh, Slash actually the M4 replacement, but we can't call it that. But it's not actually the M4 replacement. So there's, I got some fun baseball on that. So who wants to go first? All right. I'll, I'll run it down. All right. No. <laughs> I'll run it. So. For those who have lived under rocks, but somehow just listened to our podcast, six hours you guys. the wind. You need a better news source. Right? <laughs> just three guys talking on the internet. <laughs> Great. There could be nothing better. 
But uh, Six Hour won the NGSW, the Next Generation Squad Weapons System, which uh, was basically the army going, hey, we would like new bullets. Could you build guns around these new bullets for us? And uh, SIG did, and Beretta and True Velocity did one, and Textron did one, and I think FN did one real early, but they dropped out of the competition early. I've heard that was because the machine gun didn't make weight. Um, but yeah, so there were there were four, then there were three, two, and then SIG just won it with their MCX and their MCX saw. So yeah, it's it's technically the MCX spear mm -hmm. with like a couple of modifications and this. I think I, I think I saw it six point eight times fifty one millimeter. Yeah, is the official like measurement of this round. Yeah, and they're not doing the weird. That will, that will be the metric NATO designation. It will be six point eight by fifty one. So, yeah, and, it's and they're not, not doing the, the weird hybrid ammo, ammo that True Velocity came out with. It's brass case normal ammo. It's basically a next down seven six two case. Um, that that that's literally all it is. Or yeah. they looked all the way back at two seventy six Penderson and went, that'll fit. Yeah. So um, the cool. The cool thing about the ammo is basically it, the, the fun thing about all I've been writing about this most of the day. The fun thing about all three stages is SIG like SIG got the contract, the uh, the solicitation the same time the, the others did. But it's like everybody in the SIG board room was like, how we how do we do this with the least amount of work? And so they're like, well, we have the MCX spear done, so let's just slap a 6.8 barrel in it. Um, metallic ammunition works fine, so let's just beef up the, uh, the back end of the case so that we don't have to use thick brass and we get more case volume and save weight. And uh, then for the machine gun, let's just build a nice machine gun. And that, yeah. <laughs> I have heard it is a very nice machine gun. Um, the uh, rifle itself is uh, unbelievably heavy. Um, so the uh, the the slight the, the one thing that a lot of people on the internet are talking about is their SIGs. I, I have to give SIGs PR machine absolute credit for this every single press release that sig has set out has made it sound like this gun is going to replace every m4 in the hands of every combat arms trooper in the army and that's not true um first off if you look at the the actual solicitation the actual contract it's only for 20 million dollars you, you you can't make enough m4s for every combat arms trooper in the army for for 20 million dollars it's the the people that are getting this gun first is the special operations community. It's going to the face shooters and the special operation, the army special operations community first. And I'm gonna go ahead and make everybody on the show a $500 bet. I'm not gonna pay everybody $500. Just, this is the $500 bet. Is that this gun will also probably never make it out of the special operations community. So I've actually heard a different rumor than that. Mm. Hit me. Okay, so... Special operations is probably getting a bunch of these. Like that is that is going to occur. The the pitch that I was told was an entire combat brigade of the new army combat brigading system. Uh, which, if you're not into the army's developing a new methodology for how they deploy troops, it's really cool. 
I won't waste your time on here because it would probably be like an hour and a half long show to go through all of it. Um, I have some friends who are involved in it. But one of the first heavy brigades, and these would be the guys that we would send to fight like a, a peer level adversary, they are the guys who are getting these in mass. Which is not Russia anymore. No, no. Uh, <laughs> what was certainly not Russia. Russia, and we've got to find a new one. Well, it was formerly Russia. China is definitely not wanting the title, and all of Europe <laughs> China's is like, like no, 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 Vlad, Vladimir, Vladimir, Vlad, you can keep it, Vladimir, Vladimir, <laughs> keep it. So the idea that I understand is it's going to a heavy combat brigade in mass, and they're going to get all of them, and that's where this guy. I don't think it makes a ton of sense in mass for what most of special operations is doing right now if, so if, i don't i don't i don't actually really disagree with that uh the the whole what i was sold or told uh was that this is basically a replace that this is a replacement for the hk416 that has been around in socom for a really long time now and the entire reason it's being replaced is because uh, special operations wanted an intermediate cartridge. That's true, yeah. uh, and a and HK was basically like, mm, "We're not going to support these weapon systems. Do you guys want parts? Get fucked." Was the unofficial response from HK on supporting the uh, four sixteen? Some of which are reaching end of life cycle with the uh, beatings that these guys put on these guns. I mean, like, the 416 has a life cycle that's not great to look at anyway. Yeah. Like, no, they, they, the, the guns beat themselves up. Like, all right. they're, they're reliable, but they do, they, they do beat themselves up. So, guys, um, interesting question that, that we're about that to find out. out. Uh, yeah. Is Jack right or am I right? Is this going to go to a brigade combat team or is it going to go to SOCOM first and then trickle out to the regular army? Now, I, that, that, I, the I would think that Jack has that I, it would be going to a brigade, and that would make sense in the same way that the Marine Corps started adopting the M27. The M27 first went to regiment uh, 27, hence the M27. Uh, it first went to regiment, they tried it out in the regiment, and then they were like, Yes, we like this, and then they adopted it uh, one by one for each of the uh, combat regiments. Now, I would say guessing where we're going to see him first if i had to put my hundred dollar bet where will we see these in like promo stuff first uh the rangers i would bet dollars to donuts the rangers have had a 13 inch scar 308 system for a very long time mm -hmm. um this is a 13 inch 6.8 by 51 millimeter intermediate cartridge that weighs the exact like the system weighs the same as the 13 inch scar Mm -hmm. They're they're flat out, same weight, same bracket, same job, new gun. I would bet the machine gun, the belt feds, and these M5s, as I think. I think XM5 is the official designation yeah. right now. Yeah, it's I think M5 the XM5s and, and the 250s are going to go to the regiment first. Um, and they will kind of fill a role where they supplement the M4s in that area. We're still talking about like a armor piercing 6.8 millimeter round is designed to defeat level four body armor yes 
how yeah, many one, people one actually wear thing, level four body armor? This is this was one of its crucial jobs. Like the the army wanted this new ammo, and the, like I said, like army didn't need a new rifle. Army wanted a new bullet. They wanted a new round that could do more things than five five six or seven six two alone offered to them. And they basically maxed the stats on both the M855 and the M80 when they went to the A1 variants of both, which do have that armor penetrative tip and are better rounds than the legacy rounds. Um, they're better made, they're more consistent, they're more accurate, and they will armor defeat. But you'd still maxed the capabilities of those rounds in those mass weights. And we had 6.8 sitting in the wings here for almost 100 years since the 276 Penderson was looked at for the M1 Garand, where we kind of knew that like in that 120 to 150 grain weight uh, mass for a bullet, like seven millimeter was like, that That was the one you wanted because it would actually fly well. So you would get a lot of range out of it. You'd get a lot of retained velocity out of it. We've known that for a very long time. So back to what jack said about the rangers because i had to like actually go and look some stuff up uh, about how the rangers are operationally organized because they're gate they're part of army special operations command not reg army so if they're doing the brigade combat team deployment they wouldn't go rangers first they'd go like to the 82nd or to an actual like stood up bct not to a special oh. missions unit the new well i think i think they'll individually trickle to special mission units before they oh go for sure to a, full, to a full brigade also because these new brigades are not set up yet right and it it's it's kind of a weird system where you have like a brigade will now consist of i'd have to pull it up please don't quote me on this and also i'd like to point out i'm a civilian i get all my news from asset sources I just happen to be really well connected with Ascent. I'm not claiming any secret squirrel status. The new brigades are going to have like SMUs as part of an attached unit. Okay, so it'll be we. Okay, so interesting. That's weird that the army's copying the air force's structure like that. Um, well, so I saw like in the heavy brigade, which would be like the peer-to-peer -peer thing. It was like they had a armor combat team which was brigade was a battalion strength, two mechanized battalions, an infantry battalion, a drone unit, a air cav unit, special missions unit, and then, okay. all, their, then all their support stuff. Um, and it was all bundled under one command and it had like off the command structure, it also had SMU. Oh, interesting. So, okay, so, it, so given that uh, organizational structure, it makes sense. And also, I will say this, given the current organizational structure of the Rangers and the Army, getting them into the hands of the Rangers makes the most sense for a number of reasons, not the least of which is that uh, the Rangers uh, have had unbroken combat operations for over like 7,000 days. So if you want to put these guns in the hands of somebody who's going to shoot someone in the face, make sure they work, that yeah. would probably be a good place to send it. I just think, the day somebody released a, the guy who does I, I forget his name I'm not subscribed to him but he does the like this is what this infantry unit layout would look like and it shows like all the weapons that each person has you've seen these graphics mm -hmm. yeah I've, I've got he, one he did one for the M5 
where we see that first, where it's like each dude in an infantry squad has an M5 and there are two M50s, M250s, I think that happens at the brigade level. I think uh, I, I, I think we will see wholesale replacement of 249s and 240s with the 250, probably in the Rangers as well. If I had to guess, if I'm guessing, if I'm throwing fucking wild darts at the board. I don't know if they'll ever get rid of the two, fully get rid of the 240, even at the infantry level, because um, I, you know, again, I don't know that much about the new M250, but uh, is it as capable in the vehicle mounted role? Because 240s on a vehicle are great. The uh, the 250, the new XM2, it's designed to, it, it's designed basically to drop in place where ever we have a 240 right now that like, that was absolutely a concern when they were putting this thing together i don't know if the i don't know how much mounting hardware needs to be swapped but the 250 is absolutely meant to drop in place with the 240 and part of part of that is the folding stock system so how a, a 240 vehicle mount might have a butterfly trigger mm -hmm. um the it's 250 awesome. it's literally just fold the stock click it into the aircraft or click it onto your vehicle which uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this is someone who's fired uh, weapons using butterfly triggers. Butterfly triggers are cooler than trigger triggers. It's just, yeah, it's a science fact. Disagree. Have you ever shot a, have you ever shot a Mark 19 with HEDP? Come on. Uh, not with HEDP, but with markers. Yeah. Yeah. Markers. Uh, HEDP gets you rock hard. Uh, so funny story. <laughs> I was, I was working with a company that was building a bunch of unserialized Mark 19s for a group. And they were like, all really cool and they were like hey you want to come try these out and i was like yes i do i will tell you guys that company later because you'll be like what 100 uh, bread and butter for a while <laughs> complete sidebar there are conversations that i have in this line of work that like you know everybody struggles with burnout and blah 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 and you get tired of writing press releases about sig sour taking over the world and all of this crap uh i got invited to go to a place with people who uh, convert uh, Super Tucano aircraft into ground attack aircraft and do a story about that. And the first thing out of my mouth was, can I get a ride? And they're like, if it fits within our training schedule, absolutely. And I was like, bitch, bet. <laughs> Bro, I get me on it. I always like, I tell people like, this job's not that interesting. Like it's, it's mostly, I do a lot of, you know, I read a lot of reports. I write a lot of reports. I tell people certain things, I listen, and I repeat that information to others. And they're like, oh, yeah, that does sound kind of boring. But I'm like, okay, so I'm hanging out with a bunch of Navy SEALs, and we're in a bar, and, like, some Polish dudes walk in, and they were not cool with those dudes, and now we're about to be in a fist fight. And I'm like, they're like, what? What is, what happened? What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is sometimes the those, job. Those two things don't jive, but, like, in our line of work, it do be like that. <laughs> It and sometimes like that it be. <laughs> um, so uh, on the topic of Sig, can we also discuss though? And I mean, okay, I'm sure the the new what has Sig won? What has yeah. what haven't they won? They got the freaking I mean, and they got uh, oh my god the air force rifle, light machine gun sidearm, um, the medium machine gun which they've had for a while with um, Marsoc. Mm -hmm. The MG338, so the MG68's big brother, the 338, which that thing fucks. Yeah. 21 pounds and the range of the 50 cal. Yeah. Does it shoot 338 Norma Magnum? Yeah. What? 
I want a 338 North. I can't, I can't wait till I never ever get to shoot one of those in my career. Um, another thing, SIG 1, the SIG Electro Optics Division, the Air Force is buying SIG 1 by 10s to put on our M4A1s, which I, I look those things up. I'm like, one, that looks like a really good scope on paper, but also, Jesus, what's wrong? And I, I, I am turning into the boomer. But come on, I you, you 300 yard engagement range. All you need is your red dot, man. Your comp M5 will get you there. I don't need 10 <laughs> power magnification. I, I'm I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to disagree. I've got I've got the astigmatic eyes, and I much prefer a scope. Fair. No, the, the the eyeballs, especially as I age it, it's like oh, etched reticle, love. Yeah, so, is a good scope. Ooh, ooh, shiny red dot, kind of fuzzy. So you I see have how fuzzy it is next year. You're gonna check. I have a really cool 11 and a half build that I got the upper from an FBI SWAT guy when he retired. I built it out and I've got the unity aim point mount riser. I got a laser. I got the surefire. It's all, it's really cool. It's super Gucci. And you know what everybody is doing right now? They're like, "Hmm, that sucks. No, no LPVO barrel shorter than 14, five. And I'm like, I fucking hate you internet. I hate you so much. I don't understand how long I worked to build the coolest cool guy gun from 2014. Right. I'm just like, right? y'all have no respect for the classics. I mean, honestly, oh. the friggin' SBR I just built is very 2014 vibes. I have a red dot, a scout light, and a viz laser and also so hands on it. I was looking, I was looking at your thing and I was I was laughing about the fact that like we have more or less the same gun, except mine's in a man's caliber, which is five five six. <laughs> mine has, mine has this. Yeah, mine's got one of those too. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> Dude, I gotta tell you, well, you know what the problem with this is, as we clearly are going off the rails here, is this SBR is really, really cool. You know what would actually make it really cool? Uh, if it had a full auto trigger in it. Oh, yeah. Like 100%. if this thing was full auto, it would be the coolest gun I've ever owned. Do you know how controllable that would be? Like I've shot a lot of MP5s. I've shot a lot of UMPs and all that stuff. Full auto AR in pistol caliber carbine in, in nine millimeter are ridiculously controllable. I mean, just oh, yeah. in semi-automatic, I can rip with this thing. And I keep thinking, I'm like, all right, I'm going to drive to Florida, give the forced reset trigger guys a bucket full of cash because I don't <laughs> want to use my credit card or give them my shipping address. And then I'm going to put that in this gun. And then it's not a machine gun. <laughs> per se. Technically uh, right. Uh, best I, I, right. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would. I, I, if you get the opportunity to swing at like a binary fire system three, though, those are really stupid fun in nine mils too. Yeah, like, for sure. I thought the, B, I thought the Franklin BFS uh, was just utter like why would anybody do this This and then i got one for my cz scorpion and i'm like why would anybody do this that's why (laughs) because almost machine gun but not technically and that's not kind of machine gun not technically a machine gun i can just have insane split times um uh, to get back to sig speaking of things that are insane i really do want to hand it to their marketing department uh, because those guys are really, really good. If you just, and we said this at the top of the show, but I want to circle back to it. If you just read SIG's press releases about the next generation squad weapon, uh, 
you would think that they were that like everybody from cooks to you know killers was getting this thing uh which is not the case and i'll tell you guys why uh keith and jack have both heard this story the last time i was deployed i saw an army cat in the chow hall this was in 2019 i had an m4a1 i had a, a ratty old beretta but love that beretta anyway i had a brand new m4 this cat in the chow hall in 2019 had an m16a2 with a gooseneck op mount on it and a carry handle and i was like what national guard armory did you drag that out of the back of oh boy so with bearing that in mind there will still be m4s and m4a1s in the army for a even if this weapon were to get selected as the standard issue rifle for everyone in the army which won't it hasn't yet it that's hasn't the, yet. It the won't. XM status is it's still if the covenant doesn't show up, that's not happening. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna if I'm, gonna I'm go not ahead. fighting elites and grunts out in my street, they're not giving these to everybody. Damn it. No, I'm gonna bet that they're this gonna hold on to the M4A ones for another two decades easily. Oh like, yeah, the, well, those will still be around. And if you I, think oh, about it, oh, have... oh, I've got one. I've got one. The entire air force will have these before the entire army has these. Yeah, for oh, sure we will. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Will. Uh, we don't have any M16s anymore. Like we literally have no more M16s in the Air Force. We've sent them all back. I when when I was getting out of of the Guard in 2019, I entered the Guard. M16A2s were still the standard. Not just hanging around; they were the standard for the state nice. of Michigan in 2019. A year after everything was supposed to be replaced, if I recall the uh, contract correctly, a year after that, we finally got our crates of M4A1s. It's like, oh, and they're like, what, what is this newfangled technology? I've never seen this before. Rails on four sides? I'm like... Uh, uh, the finest rifles from 2004 oh my goodness Mm, quad rail (laughs) a cac foregrip my god i've only heard of such things (laughs) the wonder provided to me uh i'm gonna go ahead and just make a prediction about the xm5 and that it's uh m14 2.0 and that's going to be its fate as well i don't uh, so we have to we have to put some years on this. I think okay. we need to hold on. I want to give five hundred dollars among the three of us. It will not reach M4 status, but it will be more popular than the Scar H was among the military. I mean, that's like a gimme. So no, I will not take that. <laughs> the Scar I, H I concur. Way. I concur with Jack on this one. I think we're going to see a I think we're going back to the rolling, the the rolling adoption that NATO tried to get rid of back in the fifties and sixties, where we were all going to be have like one ammo, one rifle. That way, we can all fight together. And I think we've given up on that totally. And we're now going to see a rolling adoption. I don't think this is going to be as wide. This isn't going to be army wide, and this isn't going to be Marine Corps wide. What it is going to be is there are going to be some army units who are more forward facing who pick it up in sequence, and then the M4s are going to trickle back down, and then the M4s are going to get pushed down, and then the M4s are going to get pushed down. And if the Marine Corps ends up picking this up or picking up a variant of it. Uh, to replace the M27s with so that they can also use the 6.8 ammo. It's going to be the same thing. The 27s are going to get pushed, and then the M4s in inventory are going to get pushed. And then uh, it's it's going to be a rolling, you know, maintain or replace 
in place. So like as, as guns reach end of service life and they're going, all right, well, this brigade's done with M4s and stuff like that. Let's order another set of, uh, of fives and ship them in. And we're probably never going to see total replacement. By the time the entire army gets the XM5 or by then the M5 and the M205 or 250, the Air Force will be carrying uh, micro-sized rail guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be like, like some Space Force dudes will come back and they'll be like, check out this thing that we found on this planet. And if you like put a metal disc in it, it goes a quarter of the speed of light. <laughs> The, the A-10 will get revived with a Gauss cannon underneath it. <laughs> the last guy in the National Guard is like, oh, I finally got my M4A1. My favorite, my favorite memes about that is there's one of like the Starship Enterprise getting ready to launch and it's being escorted out by the B-52H model that has warp nacelles where the yes. engines are supposed to be. Oh, B-52 will not require until it gets to nuke somebody. Yeah, that's 100% fact. Dude, B-52 drivers got to do CAS on Russian mercenaries in Syria. How rock hard do you think those guys were? Like, did they need to see a doctor? One of my my former bouncers was a- I have been waiting for this my entire life. One of my former bouncers was a navigator on the B-52s that did the Wagner runs. And very cool dude absolutely loved him to death i hated losing him to the air force we worked together for a number of years he called me was like it was the best day ever (laughs) my (laughs) life yeah i can't oh man that's such a great job all right so uh oh the other sig marketing thing have you guys noticed so sig was also competing for the contract for the m 157 fire control system module they're competing with vortex and then lost have you noticed that in all of the marketing material released by sig they have like some random ass sig electro optics on these guns yeah they're, they do they're running they're running tango 6t's all over <laughs> and like, because and just like the m4s aren't going away the contract sig has for the three versions of that optic that the army bought like you're going to see sig optics everywhere because they're going to have thousands of these floating around even as the m157s come in which i actually think the m157 is sort of the coolest part of this weapon system because like to me like okay cool it's it i would have thought it was cooler if it was one a bullpup and two fired that weird like plastic hybrid ammo because now we're starting to get into halo guns we're one step away from my caseless 11 millimeter rifle guys um <laughs> so but uh I thought I think the 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 aiming system is actually really cool because it's like it's not quite into that full on magpul HUD that they announced at Shot Show that most of which is still vaporware, but it allows a lot of interlinking capabilities in between a squad to really lay down some supremely accurate fire on stuff. And the and the the ones that they want the ones the capabilities that Magpul did show that shot with the with the scope and the uh the projected ranging that's one of the key features in the vortex optics too mm. um is that it it's not auto aim but it's auto correct it will give you like oh yep ba- based on where we're at right now these are your aim points for your distance oh by the way that's the distance here's your primary aim point and the Send fact that you from. can link it up to other people in your unit yeah. is and, super cool and show like, them hey i'm pointing here that's the problem 
I just don't want push notifications like what you guys just received from what I sent you. Uh, like, I don't want to be in my scope and it's like, mom, will you be home for dinner? Like, ah, oh. mom. <laughs> Uh, here's the thing. Uh, Keith knows this and uh, having served in, still serving in the military, that's not what the push notification would be. You'd be like in a gunfight and it would be like, you've not completed your cybersecurity awareness training for this year. <laughs> your site access will 100%. No, it'll just turn your site off because you didn't do your cyber awareness training since the site's got Wi-Fi. You're like, pat, 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 fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> it'll tell you that you need to do your annual suicide awareness training and then yeah. double turn itself off and be like come on you'll, you'll be sitting there like all right white rifle qualification time and it's like you have not completed your health assessment did you know drinking is a problem you're like yes geez i want to shoot my gun and yeah. and then it's like okay please log on to so like please log on to this website to complete your annual certification you're like okay you would click it in the optic and be like cannot connect and then you're right <laughs> Is my rifle keep turning off? What did I just click on, Jack? What did you send me? Don't read it out loud. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, that's a good point. I should not read that out loud. And I'm really nope. glad I'm not sharing my screen right now. Uh, <laughs> so I think we can all agree XM5, cool, right? We can at least say it cool. is cool. Can I just? Uh, no, because I'm a Beretta Homer, but fine. Okay, okay. Beretta that was Homer. the dumbest gun i've ever seen in my life and i Bro, also this, hold on this, i have a two-parter to this i have a two-parter <laughs> one that thing was so big they had to stuff a big dude into a full iotv set so no one would notice that this gun was the size of a hobbit <laughs> that so thing was like, massive and they're like, they've got the guy in all the armor. I'm like, bro, are you okay? And he's like, this is so heavy. Can you imagine like, how sweaty he must have been for that? They've got him like dude. running with it, and the gun doesn't move when he runs with it. Watch the General Dynamics Beretta video, and I swear he like runs like this, and the gun is like perfectly still. Because I think this thing was like, they're like, touch it up, touch it up, because this thing is way too heavy. Like he's just got it locked in. Look, and I'm not saying you can't have a heavy gun. The the one that won is eight pounds. That's heavy. It's very heavy. But SARMs are cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I, all I'm just saying is like the sweat from, from the regiment is probably like a testosterone booster in and of itself. I mean, there's a reason why their annual piss tests are very infrequent. Like, it's weird. It's a lot of, a lot of bologna sandwiches in here. Uh, so All right, yeah, guys, any last thoughts on SIG? We will agree. I will agree that it's cool. And it, I will say this, uh, the, the the Beretta offering, which started off as General Dynamics, then General Dynamics was like, yeet, and then it went to uh, Future Lone Star Future Weapons, which is a cool name, but it's like four guys in a shack, uh, and then they were like, Beretta, please come back and help us, but we'll say this, it looked cool. It was enormous, though. I mean, it was really, really big, and the can looked like... The, the can looked like a potato. It they did. stuck a potato on the thing. They put a, they they like, put a potato on a Keltec RFB and oh. got you guys to buy it. The disrespect. <laughs> All 
All right. So anyway, uh, last thoughts on SIG, their insanely good marketing department. Uh, their insanely good military sales team. I don't know what kind of briefcase is full of money you guys got, but I'd like one of them. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, uh, if, would you guys like to sponsor the show? I promise I'll stop saying mean things about the M18. I swear to God. One I, will, I will fly to Florida and punch him for every mean thing he's ever said about the <laughs> team. Good thing I'm not like, in Florida. And I will film it. It will be Gunday Brunch. <laughs> Caleb's up and comments. Gunday Brunch, the SIG sponsorship episode. It's just Jack doing the Mike Tyson thing to that stupid guy in the air. Uh, Mike Tyson did nothing wrong. He did, did Mike Tyson fuck somebody up again? Yo, Mike, you didn't Mike hear about Tyson's this? Oh, we're going to ruin the show with this. Stupid yeah. guy. Hang on, hang Mike on. Tyson's airplane, and I love it. Mike Tyson, <laughs> yeah, he got on a plane, and the guy's like, Mike Tyson, got to take a picture. Mike's like, yeah, you can take a picture. And then he sits down, and the guy's like, man, I love you, Mike Tyson, blah, blah, blah. He's behind Mike, just like yelling in his ear. And Mike's like, hey, man, I'm tired of your nonsense. Stop it. Which is how nature tells you you are mere seconds away from the worst day of your life. And he kept going and mike tyson doesn't know how to use his shaking the shaking the seat like the most obnoxious 12 year old except this guy's like a 19 year old boot i think he's military Uh, i I think i read that somewhere no mike tyson he's 55 what no no no. we're talking about the guy that got punched so uh the guy that got punched oh hang on this is uh i'll just say it right up front this is why you don't fucking fly jet blue guys (laughs) <laughs> why is mike tyson flying jet blue yeah, why, mike tyson mike i know you, you got money <laughs> why are you not on delta like let's be real let's be real this is great though and the best thing about this is how are you gonna fuck around with mike tyson when he literally has a famous quote about that sort of thing that is so popular it's become a meme like mike tyson will punch you in the face Bro, I would just not. <laughs> if I sat down in my plane, I looked over and it was Mike Tyson, I'd be like, mm-hmm. No, I mean, I think, no, because here's the thing. I think Mike Tyson is cool. And if you're like, hey, huge fan, can I take a picture? And you take your picture and then you go back to watching your movie or you're reading your book or whatever it is you do. Perfectly you've had the fine. best Perfectly day of your life. <laughs> I wouldn't risk the picture. <laughs> I'm happy enough with this story. Like I sat next to Iron Mike and lived. <laughs> uh, I got a great story about meeting Randy Couture that I absolutely cannot tell on the air. So it sounds like it's a perfect time for gun day brunch after dark. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that is it for this episode. Uh, thank you everyone for watching, listening, downloading, liking, sharing, and subscribing. Make sure you keep doing those wonderful things. And also please make sure to visit our sponsors whose banner I'm going to be putting in now because we forgot to do it at the top of the show. Cause you know, I don't know. And at some point, uh, uh, yeah. Well, we might have ad reads. You never know. Like somebody might make Jack pay him to wear a T-shirt, something like that. Um, and again, last but not least, uh, Sig, if you would like to fly us all briefcases full of money, uh, yes. yes, we're in. Uh, we, <laughs> we are definitely for sale. We are corporate shells. Pay us one hundred percent.